We are no longer living life in paradise. It's, it's not, not a fairy tale. tale. Hi, lady. Hey, girl. How you doing? Girl, I'm good. I'm I, good. I bet you are. I bet about you to, are. About to fly out. About to get flewed out. Flewed out. Oh, y'all flying out? Yeah. Oh, I did. See, I, see, I just thought y'all were driving. No, girl. We about to get flewed out. Flewed out. Yeah. Well, y'all have a nice flewed out. We will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, we are back. Back in action. Again. Again. Um, with It's Not a Fairy Tale. And for you new listeners, we talk about the ups and downs, the highs and lows. The ins and outs. The ins and outs of marriage and relationships. And, and sometimes we, adulting. And adulting, yes. Mm-hmm. And about just being a woman. Like, we, we touch on a lot of things. Right, because we can't talk about being a man because we ain't never been one no, of those. No, no. I ain't never had a peen. So, yeah. A peen? <laughs> So, no, I can't touch on that directly. <laughs> I can touch on that directly, but I can't touch on that directly. <laughs> okay, you getting right, girl. You must have been taking your little, um, your rabbit pills. What yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me get, we need to go on and wrap this up because she got something she got to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So, yes, we talk about all those things and we just try to keep it extra real. Right. Yes. So how has your week been? It has been good. I am still going through um, Paris withdrawal. I know, girl. Um, I tend to put on my beret at night, and I just look in the mirror and say, "Wee oui, wee, oui, bonjour," and that's all I really know. And no, then mercy? I take it off. Mercy, yes. Yes. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like I feel like that's where I belong. I do too. And I miss it. I do too. And I'm trying to figure out, I think I'm going to start selling little candy bars so I can raise money so I can go with my middle school friends okay. since I went over budget. You want to buy some candy bars? No, I'm good. See? See how I'm see good. how your friends don't support you? I'm good. I bet I can sell them to your husband. He'll buy them. He'll, he'll buy anything. Right. He'll, yes. he'll buy them. Yes. Don't let somebody come knocking on the door. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come over. I'm going to say, Roscoe from Martin going to come over yes. and be like, you want to buy some candy balls yes mm-hmm. that's that's what you should do yeah He'll buy you He'll buy, buy the it. whole box mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no but i gotta i gotta figure out how i'm gonna get back over there yes i would want to go back again but i don't think my husband is down with that and i don't have that much vacation time left out, out after july i'm only have like a few more days well i came up with a plan i think i'm just gonna work weekends for a month Mm-hmm. And that'll give me four days and then the weekend. Oh, yeah, you'll be straight. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm planning this thing out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. If I can get that flight down, girl, I'm gone. Bye. Can you see bring, ya? bring me back some cookies from London? Okay, what kind of cookies am I on? They're lemon melts. I'll send you a picture of them. They are so good. They serve them on the British Airway flights. Um, and they're like lemon, lemon shortbread cookies. Yeah, you can find them okay. in the store in London. Yeah. Okay, I'll find you and some. And they have like white chocolate dipped on them. So you can't good. get them on Amazon? I feel like I've ordered them on Amazon, but the last time I looked, mind you, I probably paid $15 for a box of about 30 cookies. Mm-hmm. And I it's going to take me a month to get them. <sighs> so... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to order some be before you before go, you get them. but I would like for you to bring me like a some a lot of packages of cookies mm-hmm. okay yeah that's a lot of responsibility because now i'm trying to figure out where i'm gonna pack them i'm gonna help you 
<laughs> Where am I going to pack your cookies? I'm going to help you. Okay. Okay. So let's get this topic started, girl. Oh, well, we already talked about how you do them, right? You fresh I'm good. and clean. I'm good. good. I'm ready. We're going to the N.O. to renew our vows and also partake in a marriage retreat. But luckily, the marriage retreat is only a couple of hours a day, so I'm not too perturbed about that. No. I feel like they're not going to tell me anything that our therapist hasn't told us, so I'm good. But, you know, it's always good to refresh and ma- maintenance and whatever else That's you need. True. They may true. They may surprise you and have some something new. You mm-hmm. may get something out of it. Mm-hmm. I take it that that was your husband's idea. Well, we've been saying it's his cousin's church, so we've been saying we're going to go for like the past few years. So oh. this year it was like, okay, we got to go. Yeah, because y'all yeah. been saying y'all don't go. Yeah. Well, that should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the um, the masquerade ball so I can, I feel like we're going to get ready to go to prom. That's what it should <laughs> feel like. That's what it should feel like. And make sure he wash your feet at the ceremony too. Okay. I'm going to just give him a bottle of water. Okay. He can just dribble it on your feet and get a picture. That's all. That's all I need. Oh, that's what we could do. You can get one of them little, you know, those little dog bowls that you can put in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Get one of those and a bottle of water. He can put that in his pocket and he can wash your feet. It's not going to be the same because I want it to be pretty with the rose petals and a pretty bowl and all this stuff. We're going to put all that in his little bowl. No, I want a pretty bowl. Because the bowl on Seeking a Sister Wife was pretty. It was pretty. I'm like, I want all of that because I would want Well, we're going to wash your feet outside and we're going to act like it's in New Orleans. You're going to be photoshopped. I'm okay. going to have my husband photoshop you in some pictures like you got your feet washed in New Orleans. It'll okay. be all right. Okay. It'll look, it'll look legit, legit. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, Yes, and I do want to give out my public service announcement. Normally, I like to stay away from all things politics on this show because I feel like it's like a breather from all of the BS. I know, right? But however, ladies, especially us brown ladies, get out and vote for your people. Vote. Hold your people accountable. Like, blow up their phones and tell them you are against all this bullshit that's happening. And you know what I'm talking about, because pretty soon we're going to be like the Handmaid's Tales. Yes. And I'm not down for that. Even no. I'm done with my child years, but still, for other women, for your daughters, for your nieces, like, get out there and vote and hold them accountable. Girl, I am like, I don't even know what to say when I heard first heard about that like how in the world are you gonna send somebody to jail for having an abortion and, and the people the that make right and the people that make these decisions don't have a vagina China. yes and they don't understand no no and then there was like one woman who voted yes who is she who is she? i want i want to talk to her because you don't know if this chick been raped you don't know what the deal is like I just can't believe that. Oh, yeah. So we got to band together, ladies. We right. Have to this band this is not cool. We you, have to stand I'm, up only for I yourself. Can tell me what I want to do with my body. My body. Yes. It does not belong to you. No. Not and at you all. do not have the right to tell me what to do with it. Exactly. Because we're not telling you men not to go out and buy that Viagra. Right. And that ain't a need. It's really not. Not you at know, all. Government pays for that, though. What? Yes, I saw an article where the government like pays so funding. You're, so you're telling for Viagra. <laughs> there's some type of social security benefit tied to like prescriptions that's paying for that. It could be. So if you 80 years old and you trying to yep do your thing yep 
Nuh-uh. Yeah. I'm cutting it off. I'm yeah. cutting it off. Because you you just need to try to lick it. <laughs> that's all you need to do if you can't get it up. Because you don't need to be... That stuff is ain't cheap. No. Girl, no, no, girl no, you no. got my blood boiling. I'm sorry. See, that's and that's why I do not talk. We do not do politics. <laughs> but for the sake of us ladies and right. more so our brown ladies, when our doctors don't believe us right. in the first place, like we really... This is important. Very important. So, you know, pretty, you know, they already been trying to stop birth control. Like some pharmacists don't want to give birth control or plan B. Like handmaid's tales is coming right. if we don't do what we need to and do. And I'm a firm believer that what you see on TV is coming. Like, yeah. I wouldn't and be surprised. And that book was written many years ago. Right. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if there are zombies going to come out and we're going to have a zombie apocalypse. I don't know if you've noticed that there's like cars on our main therapist that we take to work every day that are like zombie zombie people zombie um armies and stuff you ain't never seen them mm-hmm. i'm gonna take a picture next time i hope i don't run off the road okay no don't run off the road but yes girl it's crazy yes yeah, so so um, i just outside, feel like it all comes yeah, back around it and does. it's it's crazy it so please donate to your local aclus they are fighting um, these laws that are passing, they are also working, you know, with the, the immigrant people down at the border in Texas. So please donate to your local ACLU. I have donated. I will continue to donate because, you know, they are fighting for us. all this bullshit yes. that's coming down the pipeline. That is so crazy. Yes. Okay. Crazy so we're going to get it. We're going to wrangle it back in. Wrangle it right on But in. I just had to say what I needed to say. Right, because it's some these people got emotional detachment disorder, and that's what we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It all comes around full circle. They do not have the ability to empathize, not at, at all. all. <laughs> and you know what's funny though? I know we've done talking about this, but I wonder how many of them people, how many of them dudes, done told somebody to go get an abortion. It, right? Yes. Right. Yes. Like, like uh, Reggie Bush. <laughs> You read that story. No. He made the girl eight three million dollars to get an abortion. She's six months pregnant. She got the right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. Okay. Okay. Moving right along. Let's talk about emotional detachment yes. disorder. And so this pretty much came about from us watching um, Housewives, Housewives of Potomac uh, with Giselle, mm-hmm. and she, you know her and Sherman were having issues. And well, no, they they had worked out their issues. Actually, they were working. They were working on their issues, mm-hmm. and he said that he was going to go to um, Candace's wedding. Mm-hmm. However, two and a half, two hours before the wedding, he called her and said, "Hey, I'm not going because the people that are there is too much. I don't feel like people in basically." And they pretty much threw me on the bus and said that they were doing what, creeping at what part. Doing it in the park. There we go. Doing it after dark. Oh, yeah, Rock Creek Park. Oh, yeah, Rock Creek Park. I've never heard that song before, but you always sang it. Okay. You always sang it. So, (laughs) therefore, he just decided he didn't want to go, and Giselle was hurt about that. And so, she cut that joker off. And then she went to a therapist, and he was pretty much like, how are you and Sherman doing? What's going on? And she was like, "Mm, Sherman, I'm mad. I'm done. I cut him off. I'm done. And he was like, but you always cut everybody off. And then I started thinking, dang, she she pretty much does cut everybody off. Yeah. And she cuts them off quick. Her cutoff game is strong. Her cutoff. And I see where she's coming from with her cutoff game. Because it's like, I'm an older woman. I 
don't have time for this bullshit. Right. So that's how I kind of look at it. But then once the doctor was like, oh, you you cut off everybody. Right. I was like, well, that, that is yeah, a that problem, makes... especially with her friendships. So. Right. So basically, what is a t- emotional detachment disorder? Emotions are everywhere. In fact, probably more than we think. As humans, we strive on connection. It is such a it is so much a part of our lives that when we aren't able to feel, it can be hard to connect with others. So pretty much it is a mental disorder characterized by lack of emotional connection to things around you, usually brought on by a traumatic event. I wonder if she has had a traumatic event. Probably her raggedy ass first husband. I know why she cuts people off because of what happened at her first marriage. Would that be Jamal? That would be Jamal. Yeah, that probably, yeah, that yes. might be a traumatic event. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty traumatic. Yeah. Because, you know, church hurt is the worst hurt, too. Yes. Not only the congregation, but the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, let me figure out where I was, because I got distracted when we talked about Jamal. <laughs> um, the person in mind subconsciously mutes their emotions in order to protect themselves. This can manifest manifest in multiple ways. I see that. Yeah. I when I was reading it, I was like, huh, that's her. That sounds like me. That sounds like you? Yeah. Cause your cutoff game is strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Well, you was um, reading. This was all about you, huh? Not all. No, because you're not really like that, though. I mean, Your cutoff game is strong, but I think it's a healthy, like, you'll forgive people. Yes. I, yeah, but when I was reading, like, what the part with, um, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. You know you got your own. Oh, you, you oh got no, I got else. a different article up. Um, When it says, shoot. Never mind. The de- definition part? No, just muting your emotions in order to protect yourself. Right. So, I, I mean, I do that. Yeah. I think that. I, I feel think, like that part is very common. I think that's a healthy thing to do. Because mm-hmm. if you don't mute your emotions, you will be always hurt, always mm-hmm. in your feelings. Mm-hmm. And then that comes with a whole nother set of issues. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be that whiny chick or the chick that's always crying mm-hmm. or the person who's mad all the time and enraged a different way. Because it just manifests in different ways. Mm-hmm. So... Girl, you you straight. Mm-hmm. I just be picking on you. <laughs> okay, so um, in a different article, we're going to talk about. Oh, um, well, this article I forgot to tell them where I oh, found go it. Ahead. it. Um, it's on ThriveTalk.com. Okay, and it's emotional detach- detachment and why it's affecting why it's affecting you more than you think. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of emotionally detached people out there. Yes. So ways that you can emotionally attach because every healthy intimate relationship requires um, an emotional investment from both partners can't be one-sided um, so both of you need to make an effort to strengthen your emotional bonds on a daily basis by doing the following things so engaging in physical affection mm-hmm. Having regular conversations, like, you know, an in-depth conversation or something fun. Not that everyday raggedy talk about work and, and people. I hate to say your kid. <laughs> and you caught the conversation raggedy, too. <laughs> I don't want to have a raggedy conversation today. I'm emotionally detached. I'm not having no raggedy conversations with you. Okay. 
um, also by listening attentively to one another. Um, another good way to strengthen um, your emotional connection is by sharing your hopes, your dreams, and your vulnerabilities. And a lot of people don't want to talk about what, what makes them vulnerable, but no. that brings you closer together because at that point you've been able to open up to share that. And I think not your sharing partner. your vulnerabilities is a way of emotionally detaching. Yes. Because no one wants to know, like, you know, being in their feelings or making them feel like they're weak or something. Yes. Yes. So a lot of, well, there's women that don't do it, but there's a lot of men who don't like to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, and working through conflict con constructively, um, having each other's back in during difficult times and working to meet each other's emotional needs mm -hmm. um, are some of the other tips. And then offering each other's acts, offering each other acts of kindness. Kindness is free. It costs it you nothing. It is. Maybe just a little bit of time. That's really all. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and also, um, a part of it is respecting each other's boundaries. How did I skip that one? It's fine. Um, so if your partner is saying, you know, no, this makes me uncomfortable, like, be mindful of that and, you know, do what they ask you to do within reason. And yeah. what else? Mm -hmm. I think that was it was one more at the bottom um, I, went, I did that one. Oh, okay expressing your love verbally how did I miss that one too I, it's Girl, okay. I can't see today um so yeah definitely you know letting your partner know that you love them that you care about them oh, you know saying thank you when they do something for you just letting them know that you know you, see, you appreciate see them you. right yeah. I appreciate you doing your thing mm-hmm and um, some things that may cause emotional detachment, um, like Tanisha saying, um, could be trauma. So things that you have not dealt with probably from your mm -hmm. childhood as we all go through. Um, or it could be adult life too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, everyday life, like turning on the news because you want to disconnect from that. You're like, fuck it. I'm just going to disconnect from everything. Right. I'm so with it. <laughs> Um, another cause of emotional detachment would be an affair. Mm. So that's, that, that's very detachment. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just continue to work on, um, being attached to your partner. Um, and I'll say this again. I know I mentioned it in other podcasts, but the Gottman cards are very, um, good at bringing you back. Um, oh shoot, it won't even open up. Um, to having um, emotional connecting conversations, conversations with yeah. each other. And some of them, like, flat out ask, tell me what you need today. Like, it is very mm -hmm. straight to the point. And some of them are like, well, name something that you love that I did two days ago. Like, it just opens up a lot of conversation. Yeah. And that way you can get what you need from your partner and vice versa. Yeah, so. Yeah, I just had a moment. What was your moment? Girl, you know I'm with the foolery. You know I watch Red Table Talk, like, faithfully, right? Okay. So I just had, like, a Willow moment because she's always like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, now I got to go back and listen to all the podcasts and figure out if I'm Willow Smith. I was following you. I was engaged in the conversation. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She trips me out when she does it. Oh, I think I'm Willow Smith. Okay, Willow. Don't call me Willow. Okay. Yeah, Watching but that was... at 11. 
Girl. I didn't even watch the episode. I just saw that clip. I was like, why is your mama allowing? Like, let me tell you, as a young youngin, I was probably watching porn before 11. Oh, because you had the VHS. I had, I had cable. Oh, and you could watch it. And I can watch it. Or if my parents weren't home, like if in the fifth grade, like I was at home by myself for like a couple of hours. So you were just watching my mom got home. chicks get banged? Um, I mean, I had access So you had to saw, it. like, a dick at, like, 11? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, yeah. I, okay, Willow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't think, I don't think I had seen it that young. Okay. I hadn't seen a penis. Especially not one that big. I might have seen, like, little Timmy's penis. Mm-hmm. Like, if he pulled it out in class or something at school, you'd be like, oh, Timmy, there's your penis. Mm-hmm. But, like, not not that young. I never watched porn until I became an adult. Okay. Or maybe, no. It would maybe you find a magazine, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Yeah, like, I- my parents, they were young parents. But so they I was remember, keeping it fresh, girl. They was keeping it fresh. I remember, like, some of the, you know, risque tapes. They would be with the regular VHSs. So you got Aladdin, <laughs> Beethoven, and porn. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. I love your parents. They were so trendy. Oh, no, they were so young. <laughs> I mean, we we all, my parents were young, too. Mm-hmm. But your parents were probably younger, but still, like... Mm-hmm. They probably just, my daddy probably just hid his shit real yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. It's probably in a lockbox mm-hmm. or something. Because he would never put that next to my Disney's Greatest Hits or mm-hmm. something. But girl, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, now we're going to get into, um, I want to go ahead and do a, a business buzz. Okay. Um, so, I actually have two. And I could have did it last week, but I forgot all about it. So, me and the hubby um, had a date night. What was it? Saturday? Last Saturday? Um, and we went to an event that pretty much travels around the country called R&B Only. Mm-hmm. And it was held at, like, a event space here. It was it was a... I had never been to... I forget where it Marathon was. Music Works. Marathon. It's nice, isn't it? It is mm-hmm. nice on the inside. So, I had never been. And so, it's like a DJ and a hype man. And they travel all over the U.S. And they play R&B music. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it come up on my Instagram, I sent the message to my husband. I was like, we're going to this by the tickets because you know I love my music. Right. So, we went and we had like a really good time. I feel like we were probably the oldest people in there. But once the music started playing, like Girl, it really didn't no matter. Good yeah. music don't have no age. It doesn't. Some of the songs, though, I guess it was more current. I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. Like, we were sitting up there like, what the hell is this? But once they got it to, like, the music that everybody knew, like, we danced. I had danced with my husband in some years. Like, when we first started dating, we would go out to the club. Right. But I, it's been a while since we, like, oh, went somewhere so and danced. Great. And it was so fun. Like, whenever they come back around, I would definitely go. Oh. So, get on Instagram, type in R-N-B only. And that'll they'll show you a list of all the locations where they will be. And it was good. Like we reminisced. They played um the song that my husband was like I wouldn't say he walked down the aisle to, but that was like his waiting song. They they played I Wanna Be Your Man mm-hmm. and it was played at our wedding. And when it came on, he was like, Oh shoot, this is my jam. Right. 
I think I see your eyes glisten a little bit. Okay. No. No. Okay. <laughs> never mind. She's, she's feeling detached right now. Never mind. But that is so good. Yeah. It looked like y'all was having fun on Instagram. We I had saw a good time. I saw it. I was like, oh, it looks like they had so much mm-hmm. fun. You want to know what I want to do? Mm-hmm. I want to go to one of those silent parties where you have the headphones yeah. on. They have one coming soon. Oh, when is it coming? I don't know. I have to find it on Instagram. Okay. But I so want to go. I let me know. I will definitely go because my yeah. my sister went and she said she had a good time. Yeah. Um, and then the other um, business buzz I have is um, our officiant for our vow renewal. Mm-hmm. Um, she is out of NOLA, and she um, is is the owner of Waning Moon Weddings. And she's going to pretty much come in and, like, officiant our ceremony. And she was, like, we did a video conference with her. She was so personable. Oh, I was like, wow. oh, I'm glad I chose you. Because I was, you know, the with- chief side of me was like, I can pay 150 for this. Or I can pay an extra $30 and get the black lady. <laughs> and I so was like, you pay the extra- my people. Right. The same way with the <laughs> photographer in Paris. Like, I need somebody who looked like me. Yes. That should be a business buzz, too. I got to do that one. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, let me support my people, and I went with her, and we got on a video conference, and I was like, oh, she is awesome, and she was just asking us, like, about how the marriage has been, and how our first wedding was, and kind of what we wanted to do for this um, renewal ceremony, and then she asked us about, like, any people that we wanted to have, like, a moment of silence for. So we kind of picked through the people that we want for that. Like, I feel like it's really going to, we're probably going to cry. Oh. And I don't want to mess up my makeup. Girl, I'm going to need you to mess up your makeup. I need you to mess up your makeup and just not be emotionally detached and feel all the feelings of making it 10 years. Okay. And that makeup is going to be fine. I need my makeup to be cute for my pictures. Girl, I can't even think of her name right now. She'll get you right. Okay. Just carry some extra foundation because you know you're going to have that line right there and get you some um, waterproof mascara. You'll be fine. Okay. Or just get you some lashes. Well, I'm not putting on no lashes. I just feel like my eyes won't open. Because <laughs> so they, heavy. They be stuck together. Yes, they just look so heavy. They're not heavy. Okay, so again, it's waning moon weddings and ceremonies. Um, the owner's name is Latoya, and I'll put her information in the show notes for you people who are in the New Orleans area or will be visiting or who who are looking for an officiant for your wedding. Okay. So let's get into this Russia reality. Girl, let's get into it. Okay, so we're going to start off. You want to start off with the Housewives of Potomac? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay, so who do you want to start with? Well, since we pretty much t- touched on Giselle, I'm trying to think back to how the show started. The show started, it looks like, with Chris and Candace um, after oh, the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, after the wedding. Oh, what you got to say? Because you did that. Because she was pretty much like, she said something that kind of threw me off. Like when they were going through the gifts or something. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you got to take notes. It was something she said during that whole thing. It'll probably come back to me. But she said something that I didn't like when she they were trying to go through the gifts. And she was like... She wanted to go on the honeymoon or something, and he mm-hmm. was dragged. He dra- dragged her through the house, which I thought that was pretty funny. How she was getting dragged like that—it was cute. But she said something that I that didn't 
that was real spoiled brat moment. Okay. Okay. Well, I know they um, showed them like getting up in the bed and talking about the wedding. And she was like, you know, I really wanted to go on my honeymoon. We should be on our honeymoon right now. And he's like, well, I'm tired. I've been tired from these past few days. And like, I don't think I would be any good to be on a honeymoon. And she's like, what's your honeymoon is for you to lay around there, you know, relax. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I want to do stuff. So me personally, I felt like if they spent $200,000 on this wedding, I would have been fine with spending one ninety five and going somewhere on the honeymoon. Right. She said one ninety five. One ninety five, really? No. One ninety five. If they went to like a really really nice island or something, girl. How about we scale it all the way back and just say I'm gonna spend fifty on the wedding? No, I. Right. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, not to knock what they did, because their wedding was, was beautiful. When I was looking at those flowers, I was like, uh. That is so nice. However, I would have scaled that all the way back and still had a honeymoon. But he's tired. Yeah. And you don't want to be tired on your honeymoon because he might not be able to perform. Well, per Candace, it'd be quick. So <laughs> I'm like, why is she putting her they business yeah. out there like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She She's so young and I eat. Like, she's just. <sighs> that's what happens when you get you a young wife. They share they overshare they do overshare that's what we should have been talking about is oversharing yes but anyways yeah she was oversharing <laughs> with the crew saying stuff she shouldn't have been saying mm-hmm. um so yes then they go open up the gifts and it looks they had like, a lot of gifts they did have some good gifts and she was talking about like this keurig is mine and that's what she said and that I'm pissed like, well, me off already got it one. was the, it was the ninja the little bullet yes it was a bullet was. thing that pissed me off because i was Okay, if y'all got two, why can't y'all share that? Yes. One smoothie, take it out, and then you do your smoothie. Yeah. Or y'all can do two. Y'all got two of them. Yes. I was like, see, she was having a spoiled brat moment. Yes. She yes, don't know yes. how to share. No. She's, she gonna have a rough couple of years. Yeah, the first five <laughs> years. I'm telling you, you be beefing about the stupidest mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Chris was saying how, as well as her, that it's time for them to get their own place because mama can walk in at any given moment. And then I'm like, well, hell, if she bold enough to walk in and I'm a married woman, she about to see all this ass. I would be bent over. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey mama. <laughs> Keep doing it, Chris. Is that his name, Chris? Yes. Keep doing it, Chris. Twerking. Oh, mama, look. Look, look, look. Look, mama. Can you do it like this? She said it's going to be quick. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad that, you know, he's definitely putting that bug in her ear. Like, look, mm-hmm. we have to get the hell out of here. Um, so that's how they ended with that scene. Um, and then it shows Giselle and Kent going over to Karen's house. And Karen is saging the place that to was hilarious <laughs> that was hilarious yeah she was saging saging the place because she her spirits yes and before that i forgot karen and her husband went to go um design the headstones for her parents yeah. and for her to say that her husband is two years younger than her dad mm-hmm. and i was like Ugh. Ugh. like how did her dad like how did that interaction go when they met each other? Be like, man, I remember you from around the way. Oh, you, no. you used to mess with Juju, right? You know, <laughs> you on that Viagra now? <laughs> you know, Social Security paid for that, girl. Mm-mm. 
too much. Team too goodness. much. And I think maybe for her, it might be setting in that, damn, I'm I'm really going to have to take care of his old ass. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. what you sign up for. That is what you sign up for. But I just feel like when you're a younger woman with the older man, like that's when shit really get real versus I, when you're the same age. And it's like, okay, this is where we are both supposed to be. I dated an older man. I didn't like it. Okay. What did he do? He tries to be your daddy. They all try to be your damn daddy. I don't care. Young, old, they want to be your daddy. And I keep telling them, I got a father. Like, I got a father. Like, I don't need you to, to do this. I've I've already been through it. Mm-hmm. No, they just they just be old mm-hmm. and decrepit and falling apart. Mm-hmm. Mm, I ain't like it. Okay. I remember when I was in college, I hung out with a guy. All right. So... When I was in college, I I was fresh, 18, mm-hmm. and I, a grad student asked me out. He was like 26. And so I always, I felt like he was a lot older and he acted a lot older. Mm-hmm. Like we would go out and I would tell him like, well, you know, Monday through Friday, like I'm trying to focus and get myself together so I can hang out with you on the weekend. And every time I would say that, he would start singing Weekend Girl. And I'm like, that's how I know your ass is old. I'm a weekend girl. And I'm like, like, we were little. Right, but we were like five or six. (laughs) And we not just, unless he was just like a human jukebox and that's just what he does. I mean, he probably was a human jukebox. Do you remember how old he was? He was 26. He was 26 and you were 18. And I was 18. He's too damn old. I just felt like, like that to me told me. Y'all how much of an age difference there was between mm-hmm. us. So, yeah, I can, I, I can never, I wasn't too much down with dating somebody a lot older. Yeah, I yeah. just, I, you know, I'm scared of old balls anyway. I'm just saying. Okay. Like, I can't imagine what they're going to end up looking like. They're just going to be old balls. With gray hair on them. With gray hair. I'm just a, like you'll have a gray crotch. I'm a die mine. And then you just cut it off. Man. I mean, it's still going to be great. Mm. Them little prickly things going to be great. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to die it. Okay. We'll see how long you keep that up. I'm going to give me some just for men and put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> they got, they have to make a grade of dye for your groin area, right? I'm sure they do. Because yeah. I, I think that's going to, but like if you don't put it on there, right, it's going to mess up the, it's going to be all on the skin. Yeah. Oh girl! I mean, it's not that serious. It's all black in the dark. It is, but I mean, and if sometimes you, do it you in might the light, like the light. Okay, yeah. With some highlights, it mm. don't matter. They they don't care about that. They don't. They just be wanting to hit it. Exactly. But anyways, mm-hmm. let's moving right along. Okay. So Karen was doing her little sage cleaning, and then they yes. they well scaling it back. They were picking out the. The gravestones, yeah. yes. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, Giselle came by and she was asking for a grand tour of Karen's house, mm-hmm. which nobody believes Karen really lives they in. They think she's like the maid or something because she won't show them everything. She won't. She only said, I can show you two rooms. Airbnb. Could be. That's a business, though. I could care less if that's her house or not. Really, I don't care either. It does look very staged, though. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. But that. I feel like even in Karen's other house, though, it really didn't look lived in. Like some people just have homes that don't really look lived in. Mm-hmm. Whereas it, when you see Robin's house, 
It looks the house, lived in. The house looks lived <laughs> in. It, it's a it's a home. Yes, that's a home. <laughs> that ain't no house. That's a home. Yes, it ain't no staging to that. No. Them them boys then took over that house and was like this our house, mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you even have Ashley's nothing. condo, like they it looks like they live there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was thinking about uh, I can't think of her name. The the girl that's pregnant right now. Ah, Monique. Their they, house looks lived in. Too. I don't think it looks lived in all the time though. Mm-hmm. Only when like the kids are around and they're eating. It looks more homely, but mm-hmm. sometimes it looks like it could be staged. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I think maybe it's the big old fish tank they used to have, and I don't know. It just seemed like it was something out of cribs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Too. Yeah. So yeah. it's not always lived in unless I see the kids. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I just had a brain of- fart. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was trying to figure out who what else happened too. Okay, so Karen and Giselle are talking and so Giselle is trying to put out like an olive branch and Karen was like, No, I don't trust you right now. And so Giselle is like, Well, let's start off with something small because I've been going to therapy and my therapist has told me I'm emotionally detached and I don't really empathize with people, so I'm trying to work on myself. Which was very honest. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, well, let's start small. I'm going to tell you a secret about me, something small, and you can tell me a secret about you. So Giselle says that she prefers not to get waxed because she doesn't like hair bumps. She is not exfoliating before she gets waxed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so um, Karen is like, well, I kind of regret taking out my implants, which I feel for Karen was necessary because some things was too big. Yeah, for her small frame. Yes, like she looks cuter now with the smaller breasts. Um, But she's concerned about Ray not liking her breasts falling to the side when she lays down. And I'm like, he's just happy that he can get his arthritis together to grab them things. So he don't care. Right. And that he has the ability to jump on top of you. Exactly. Okay. He ain't thinking about that like you just told me. No, not Mm -hmm. at all with his gray balls. (laughs) I wonder if they wrinkle up more when you get old. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to Google it. Oh, gosh. Old man balls. Please. Oh, gosh. I can't even do it. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. So, um, the next couple we're going to go to is... What was um, the girl in the blue dress? What's her name? I can't think today. Monique and Chris. What were they doing this week? They really weren't doing nothing. Um, Chris, she was talking about with this pregnancy, like she's a lot more tired than she was with the other two. And now she's realizing she's not a spring chicken. Yeah. And, you know, she's she's over it. And she looks like she's at that stage where she's like, I'm over this shit. Like, I need you to bake enough so you can come out. So Chris is like, she she ended up saying, you know, I think this is gonna be the last one. Oh and yeah, he, he said, said he wanted nah. another baby. Yeah, she's like, I know. Like, and I thought she gonna end up, she gonna end up with a sister wife because <laughs> she gonna have all them kids. She gonna need some help. I'm just saying, they all all these shows gonna come around full circle. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she was like, um, I don't, I really am not feeling having another kid, and if that's what you're trying to do, like, um, I would prefer for you to get snipped. And he's like, No. She was mm-hmm. like, Well, I'm gonna abstain. And he was like, No, you're not. And I was like, Shh, Y'all can solve all of that, and you can get a Marina and you call will it never a day. know. <laughs> yeah. Until your baby come out holding it in his hand, talking about, See, Mama, I had a plan. I was gonna survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that was it for them. Um, and then 
they show Juan and Robin pulling up in a new Range Rover. Right. Um, even though they still got their town. Even though it's an in unit. <laughs> so the shade. I, I but I understand. Just, yeah. Yeah. See, I don't, I'm not thinking that he's wanting to make financial moves with her yet. I think he's trying to figure out how this whole flipping of the houses mm-hmm. goes and seeing if she can be responsible. Because I think that really damaged their relationship. I'm sure it The did. whole money thing. Yeah, money and is so, the number one cause yeah. of divorce. That's so true. Yeah. So I think that's why he's kind of holding off. Because I, I can see him making strides, but then I see him taking steps back at the yes, same time. Yes, he's walking a very fine line right now. Mm-hmm. And I could, I don't know. I just feel like some ways he likes stringing her along. But then again, she is okay with being strung along. So, yeah. Yeah. So, with this whole house flipping thing, um, they were supposed to have it done in four to five months. And they're like on month eight right now and going to need another $10,000. Yeah. And the way she made it seem like is that they're if they don't break even, they probably going to come out under. So, and it looks like it's delayed because it looks like only one person is working on that house. Like, when I had my bathroom done, it was like a team of three people right. who did my bathroom. Like, where are all the rest of the people who are working on the house? Girl, she found shade tree, folks. And I get that, but find a shade tree that got a team because it's a flip. You're trying to get in and out. She don't, she don't get it. I feel like she should have been on watching another mama HGTV at? show. Right. Yes. Where's her mama at? That's yes. what. When they pulled up to the house and I looked at the house and that stuff wasn't done, I was like, oh my God, where's her mama? Exactly. Because she seems kind of ditzy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her mama would kind of keep her mm-hmm. in line with her punch list. Ain't that mm-hmm. what you call it? Mm-hmm. To go through there mm-hmm. and make sure this stuff is on point. Because mm-hmm. I was like, have they, like like he said, have they done anything? Because it looks the same way it looked it the last like time I saw it. At this point, like, they roughed everything out, and now it is ready for them to really start doing what they need to do. Right. But other than that, like, she he she can't just be working with one contract. Right. <laughs> like, you she needs a team. team. <laughs> Especially for a whole house, and the house really isn't that big, so... Mm-hmm. They could have been half that done had she hired the right people and wanted to pay more money. That's what it is. That's her being cheap. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for them at this point right now. Um, So then they go to Ashley and Michael. And um, Ashley is talking about, you know, Ooh. her fertility journey and how she's trying not to drink as much anymore. She lying. She lying. She lying. I mean, at the end of the day. She lying. It's, she's okay. You know, <laughs> you know what? I'm pretty much gone. I think I'm gonna sit here and just listen to you talk because my mind is just all over the place thinking about that dude and his behavior. Yes. So um, then she, her mom, comes to visit, and it looks like you know everybody's kind of on one accord right now. Exactly. Like everybody's yeah, getting, getting along. along, and she gets emotional because her mom and her husband are now at the point where they're getting along, and they're getting along because he's not funding her damn mama. And her mama's boyfriend. Exactly. So, so they're talking about throwing a party for her uncle Lump, and I love his name, Uncle Lump. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna be like a '90s party, mm-hmm. and you know, Uncle Lump is special to her because he pretty much raised, helped to raise her. Right. And so that's kind of where they end, and then 
Ashley and Candace go out to lunch um, and Ashley's talking about how she's, you know, trying to stop drinking or dwindle down her drinking for the her fertility journey. And Candace is like, Girl, it lying. don't look like it. Right. You, you know, lying. you lying. Are you going to have a baby? You're going to have a Corona. So, you know. <laughs> Girl, when she said that, I fell out. <laughs> I fell out about that. So she just, she wasn't really feeling any, I don't, I just feel like their relationship has never been the same. And I don't think they're ever going to get back to how they were before the show started. No, I don't either. And I was just kind of like, it's like they're, you can tell that they're doing it just for, for the, the show. show. Mm-hmm. And they really don't like each other. Because mm-hmm. just the, the shade that's being thrown mm-hmm. in each direction. Mm-hmm. But I thought everybody at the party was dressed really cute. Yeah. yeah. I pretty much thought that. And then, um... Karen didn't go to the party, right? No. And then neither did Monique. What's her name? Monica? Monique. Monique. She Karen and go- Monique because they don't get along with Ashley. Right. They yeah. ain't feeling her either. Yes. Um. So Giselle meets with Katie, and Katie is from the first season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Katie, she was... I didn't think she liked no. I didn't think nobody liked her. She didn't fit in well with she, the group. I feel like she didn't because it was like they was always fussing about whether she was black like this or black like this. You know? Who cares? Is she cool or what? Yeah. And I feel like Katie is probably a fun person. I just feel like she'd probably be drunk all the time. (laughs) She has that. Right. She she is a wild (laughs) flower. Okay. She is a free spirit and she don't care. Let her be who she is. Don't try to change her. Just enjoy her company. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm hmm. So that's yeah. my take on her. I was very surprised that when they were talking about Katie's boyfriend, that Katie's boyfriend wasn't rich. Like, because with her other boyfriend, they've was, all been, yeah. They've all had money, and she's like, and he has to be Jewish. And she didn't mention anything of that sort when talking about this guy. No. So. We'll see. Maybe she'll talk in more detail about them. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get to the party. It looks like everybody is having a good time. Too much of a good time. And Michael is talking to this guy mm-hmm. who, I, me listening from the outside of the conversation, I just felt like this is not regular homeboy man conversation conversation. yeah like i really felt like and i know the show is trying to chop it up to show that he is bisexual or gay but if they weren't chopping it up like that and i listened to this conversation it sounded like he was kind of flirting how did you feel i felt like anytime a man says something about another man or mentions it to a man that i would suck your dick that is an inappropriate conversation when you're married. That is an inappropriate conversation. I was it's, talking about when he was just talking to the guy about his muscles and his workout. The black guy. That, all of that was inappropriate. Yeah. So did you feel like he was flirting with the black guy? Or did you feel like okay. it was an honest workout conversation? I feel like it was an honest white male drunk man conversation. Have you been around a lot of white men when they get drunk? Not they kind of be, they're like a little flirtatious. Have okay. you, you hadn't noticed that. Okay, we need to go back to the Kung Fu place okay. and hang out. And you just got to watch them. Like, they just be all over there. They're like girls. You know okay. how, like, women get and they be, like, flirty and mm-hmm. kind of, t- you know, like, but they're, they just go with it. Okay. And so, but it was still, it was still over the borderline of the threshold that I would even accept knowing that I have seen this. And I was just like, that's just what bros mm-hmm. sometimes do. But, uh, yeah. Okay. They do that. They okay. do that sometimes. Okay. I you know, they felt... might even grab each other's crotch. Oh, gosh. Sometimes. Yeah. 
And maybe that's why he feels comfortable with grabbing people's butts. Because so I've heard I some people say. I thought that was weird say, on the last yeah. show. Like, why would you tap? You know, I could come over and tap him on his butt. Or, or something he said about tapping uh, mm-hmm. Uncle Ben, this Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. on his booty. And I was like, why would you do that? Yeah, but I've also heard that, like, culturally, like, that's what, like, Australian men do. So Maybe I, so, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. But I just felt like on the outside looking in on this conversation and he's touching this. I don't know if he was touching me. He was talking about how rock hard mm. his muscles were. And I'm like, ah. Your muscles are rock hard. I mean, I felt like if my husband was talking to somebody I would about. Be they would He would be talking about like what their workout regimen is, you know. But I ain't going to be talking about, oh, man, and his muscles, yeah. they was rock hard. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what you mean his muscles yeah. was rock hard? Was you rock hard? Yeah. I'm just saying. I just I just wanted to know. Oh That's my goodness. Crazy. So then they show Robin and Michael because it cuts off and then it's like two hours later and it's showing Robin's footage from her camera. And he's asking, Hey, where's Juan? And that part I kinda got because I've been out to yeah you know, events with my husband. And he's like, oh, where's so-and-so's husband? Or asking the person, where's your husband? Because, right. you know, they just they have, wanna... like, they little cool, yeah. bro conversations. Yeah. It's like, I need some more testosterone in this vibe because there's too many women right now. Yeah. So that part, I was like, okay, I get that. But then it goes to Robin saying, I want to suck his dick. But they never, sh- was he talking about wine or who was he talking about? I, I took it as he was talking about Juan because I always feel like him and he always has this fascination with Juan. Mm. And that's why, I don't know, we'll see, but mm-hmm. that's just my take on it because mm-hmm. he just seems like he's too close to him. Yeah. It, it just didn't, that didn't read right with me. Okay. Okay. But that's just my interpretation, but we'll see, girl. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but then, you know, they showed, like, all the husbands, so I was like, well, dang, was he, was that who he was talking about, or was it somebody else that she heard? Like, I didn't, we'll find out next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll find out. Yes. So that's how the Housewives of Potomac ended. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's going to be a good season. Yeah. I think it's not going to be as boring as it has been in the past. Yes, 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 yes. Especially with Katie being back with her drunk Free spirit. Yes. Let's not call her drunk. Let's just call her free spirit. Okay. Okay, so now we are going to get on 90 Day Fiance. And I'm going to just break it down couple by couple. Um, So I'm going to start off with Larissa and Colts. And so it starts off with them going to dinner, rehashing why she had the court case and how they're going to move forward, all blah, 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 because it was kind of boring. And then they start talking about how much money she wants to get, because in her mind, she's going to get a million dollars from Colt. (laughs) And I'm like, do y'all, are y'all even living in a place where you think he can make a million dollars? She ain't getting a million dollars. I just want... She has what? Unrealistic expectations. Yes. Girl, get your life together. So, he pretty much says, you know, I can give you an allowance, you know, every month on a prepaid card. And you can do whatever you want with it. And she was like, okay, I would like $1,000 a month. And again, I'm looking at code 
trying to figure their out their situation. And I'm like, it don't even look like he can get her a thousand dollars a month. But in her mind, he but can. But in her mind. So he's like, no, I'm not thinking, you know, that. And she's like, okay, 300 and I'm like, how do you call yourself negotiating? Because she said she was the best negotiator. Right, that's not a fair negotiation. No. You go back down to at least, I would start at 900 then maybe go yeah. 750 Yeah, yeah. She went to, straight to 300 and he was like, like well, we can meet in the short. middle. She right. really did. Right, you can get 150 Yes, and he agreed for $200 a month. Mm. And I'm like, what the hell is she going to do with that? Not, but okay. Not nothing. So, um, he also, they went to um, the cosmetic place so she can get some lip injections for her top lip. And while she was there, she was talking about all the other stuff she wanted to do to her face because she wants to look like a Hollywood star. I can't. <sighs> yes. Has she looked in the mirror? She, well, I guess with surgery and stuff, she can, she can get that with the enhancements. You know, I mean, she really... She's not a bad looking girl. No, I mean she's got a good canvas to start yeah, working with, but yeah. it's just like she don't have to do too much anything. Um, so she, he Colt is like, you know, this is over budget, and she's like, well, I need my lips because that will, you know, make things better because you have the high sex drive. So you know she's trying to sell getting these lips. Right. Her. And had it been a brother, he would have been like, "Are you gonna put them lips on my to make this work?" That's that's what the whole conversation was surrounding. Okay, yes. So she got her lips, and Colt will be getting her lips too. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that was it for them. And so the next couple I'm gonna talk about is this Andre and Elizabeth, because I want to shake both of their asses. See, See that's mad. why you should have watched it. I'm mad that I was having technical difficulties. I, I my understand. Little uh, hookup box with all my channels on it wasn't working right. It's okay. So you know, it ended last week with Andre saying that they were gonna move. Right. So he, I'm mad. Yes. Me mad. So I'm mad. he kept his word that they were gonna move. So mm. it shows them packing up the house while she's like 12 months pregnant. She's not that far along. She looks like she's ready to go at any moment. She looks uncomfortable to me. No, they just found out the sex of the baby. Did they? She yeah. seems like she's like, when she sits in the interview, she seems like she's kind of laid back oh, well, a little bit. Oh, well, in the confessional, she's yeah. a little farther okay. along. Yeah. Because she just looks like, oh, God. Yeah. Get um, this out of me. So, they're packing up the house and moving. And so, and so Elizabeth is kind of talking in her confessional saying, you know, I I can't tell him, you know, that I'm going to I'm about to get this money from my dad cuz it'll make him oh, mad. No. So she calls her dad. She first she goes to talk to her sister and tells her sister the plan. And her sister breaks it down like you guys are so unappreciative. Like, your dad is letting you live in his rental property rent-free. The agreement is that Andre will do some repair work on the house and keep up the yard so it can get ready for a renter. And y'all are pretty much just shitting on a gift horse. That's true. And so... Um, what she say to that? Because that's so true. She didn't say she was shitting on a gift horse. I mean, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but... The point was, you just 
unappreciating this gift. Yeah. Because I would live there for free. Yes. And so Elizabeth um, was like, you know, I'm just doing this to make Andre happy because I don't want to fuss with him and fight with him over this. And so in my mind, I'm like, you know what? It's some things that you have to agree to disagree on, but my living situation you don't have and no I am pregnant and your ass don't have a job. Right. Like, no, Where you have going? no say. You have no say. And if you want to leave, bye. Because I'm going to stay here rent free and I'm going to try to get this house fixed up. Right. And so, um, so then she calls her dad. And tells her dad, hey, I want to let you know that we're, we're moving out. Um, we I'm just so don't want to feel like that we have to rely on you. And then turns around and says, well, her dad says, well, he's not working. And you can't afford to pay rent. So how are you affording this apartment? Like, you can't pay rent on Hope. That's true. Can't pay it with your potential no. either. I'm just saying. Yes. And so she's like, well, you know, I'm just doing this to, you know, make him happy. And so we don't feel like we have to rely on you. And then turns around and says, but can I get some money for the deposit for the new apartment? Uh, she done shot off. <laughs> See, talk about unprepared. Yes. And how are you going to get prepared for this baby? Exactly. Exactly. If you don't have the money for the deposit for your apartment, how are you going to be prepared to hide this baby? Yes. And who's going to take care of all this stuff when you are off on leave? Exactly. And at any moment, you could be on, like, bed rest or something. You know, you just never know. And then, now that she said the deposit for the rent, what about the deposit to have the baby? Because they take you in the finance office and say, okay, you're going to owe X amount of dollars Torture your delivery. They do that? Yeah. And so you got to pay it right then? Yeah, I mean, I'm quite sure you can bill it bill it out. But I, I have my FSA, so I just, I was prepared. So right. I went ahead and paid it. But yeah, they take you to the finance room and say, this is going to be the cost of the birth. This is going to be your per- portion um, after insurance. Yeah, I think mine's only $100. Oh, that's good. I Girl, I got like, some good benefits. I pay $100 a month oh, for a whole family. You're so good. At least they pay, take care of you. I mean, not to say my job don't, but I had to come out some funds. But I was prepared because I had my FSA online. Right. Because I knew we were going to be trying to get pregnant. So. Right. So <laughs> That's going to be another episode. How to prepare. <laughs> right. How to prepare for pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So um, she's talking to her dad about this. And he broke it down to her in layman's terms. And... He was like, but since you're pregnant and I love you, you're my daughter, I will take care of it. Don't. My daddy, Roscoe. Roscoe ain't doing it. Roscoe would have been mm-hmm. like, the fuck? What? Who the hell you asking for some Girl, if for? I ever hear your daddy say, what the fuck to you, we'd be like, Mr. Roscoe, can you take us to Midway? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's O'Hare. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> He don't go to O'Hare. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? I ain't doing that. No. Roscoe would have said, he would have called me all types of stupid. Girl. <laughs> and rightfully so, because she is being stupid. She's just trying she to appease her husband. She is trying to appease her husband that don't have a clue about life. Exactly. He has unrealistic expectations. He of, really does. Of the world. Yes. Of the U.S. Yes. So... Then she asked her dad not to tell Andre that he gave her the money. She'll mm-hmm. just tell him that she's getting a bonus, even though she works for her dad. 
So she don't got a really, her dad will always take care of her. In a nutshell. And that's the problem. You got to cut people off at a certain age. And he didn't do it soon enough. No, because he loves his baby girl. Yeah. He got two daughters. I think he got like four kids. Um, You're funding all of them, I bet. No, the other ones are straight. I think she's the only outlier. Only straggler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always one. Yeah. So then it cracked me up because production, you know how that production be interviewing them. So they asked Andre, so how does she get the money for the down payment? Right. They be throwing shade. Yes. And he's like, oh, she got a bonus from work. <laughs> Right, which is her daddy. Which is her daddy. Her daddy gave it to us. Yes. And didn't say nothing. So then Andre goes to, since he has his CDL, he goes to this um, company to interview for a job in a polo shirt and some cargo shorts. And the interviewer was a black lady. She was dressed professionally. Mm, mm, mm. And so pretty much she was saying, you know, when you start off for the first six months, it is kind of like an on-call position. So when I need you, we'll call you and you'll have to get out and drive. Right. And it will pay about 38 cents a mile, which as long as you're working on a weekly basis is about um, $900 to $1,000 a week. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he was like, well, if you call me and I don't want to do it, like, will you call me again? And she was like, you don't like, have no option. You no. better get up and go. Yeah. She's like, no. Like, if you say no, I'm going to take you off the roster. And he was like, well, I'm going to have to talk to my wife <gasps> about this. And you want us to move out of this apartment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would just tell him, you know what? That apartment fell through. We didn't pass the credit yes. check. Yes. So then it shows them in the the consignment store um, shopping for baby clothes. And she's looking at different things, saying that they're cute. Like she picked up a pair of shoes and he's like, but they're they're used, they're dirty. And I'm like, you know, when you have a baby, it's okay to go go to the consignment store because they're going to grow out of it. They're They're going to shit and spit on it. Like, don't waste your money on new clothes. That's like, no. So, and a lot of that stuff, I think you should really wait on your baby shower. Yes. I wouldn't even be shopping for anything. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, they don't go anywhere when they're so little anyway. Mm-hmm. So you just get some clothes to keep them warm or whatever. But pretty much, I mean, some people like their kids to run, like roll around in their diaper. I personally don't like that. But some people just let their baby be diaper bound. Yeah, like onesies. Like, yeah, my onesies baby came some in the summer. She wore onesies like every day. Right. <laughs> and then put you some granimal shorts on them mm-hmm. from Walmart, $3, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You don't got to have all that other stuff. No, you don't. And they don't need no shoes either. Where are they wearing, where are they walking to? Do you think babies need shoes? I, in the winter months, I think. In the winter months, yes. Yeah. But not in the summer. Not in the su- summer. No. 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 I just take that. They don't need sandals either. Just and let them. If it goes with an outfit. They don't I'm have no partial. money. They don't I'm have not, no money. No, though. for them, no. Yeah. They don't <laughs> have no money. So I'm just thinking like necessities. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's pretty much where I think uh, while they were in a consignment store, like she kind of snapped off on him, which should have been a full blow up. Because he said he no longer wanted to drive trucks. He wanted to be a handyman like he was in Mo, Mo Damba, wherever he's from. And she's like, I'm gonna get, get, get your you could have been handyman in when we was living rent free. Right. So that's that for them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the next couple I'm going to shot off. Yes. Um, it's not too much to say about Nicole and Azen because we know he don't want her. So she's talking to her friend with the bad wig. 
about <laughs> what's going on. But it's like she really isn't being honest with her good friend because she knows that all of this is a bunch of bullshit. Mm. So that's why I'm going to leave Nicole right now. Right. Um, the next couple is, what's his name? Pal and Russ. So, um, Pal and Russ's mom got together and sat down and oh, talked about. She's pregnant too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked mm-hmm. about, um, you know, trying to be in their relationship. And from looking at it, like Russ's mom, for one, was probably upset that he got him a, a spicy woman from South America right. and not a homegrown Oklahoma girl. Right. And she was also upset um, because when Pal did come to visit, she came downstairs dressed inappropriately. And they showed the clip. And she she had on a cute outfit for walking around the house. house but not, but not around old people. Right. Who you got to cover it up. You who, can't yes. be dressed in like a Fashion Nova model. <laughs> you need to scale that back. Scale it back and get yes. you some more dress barn clothes. No. I... You know, we don't, we don't have the podcast about not caring about making other people feel comfortable. However. She can cover up a little bit though. She's a little seductive. When I saw it, I was like, I don't know if that would have been okay to be visiting my in-laws. But she always dressed like that though. She does. But like for her regular clothes, like I wouldn't give a shit. Like that's, that's their problem, you know? So, um, and it's also kind of, I wouldn't even say it's a cultural thing. It's just that their parents are old and from Oklahoma and And they, they, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so they kind of hashed it out. And so Russ has already told his mom that he has a job opportunity in Oklahoma. So they need to get it together to, to befriend her so they can move back. Right. So the mom kind of tested the waters and was like, well, you know, would you guys ever move back here? And Pat was like, no. Right. And I don't blame her. I don't want to live with you. Why would I want to do that? I know. I do not want to live in Oklahoma. I'm right. sorry. I'm just doing it for my husband for right now. But I'm trying to get to the big city. Yes. So big they, city dreams. They hugged it out. And that was that. And so the next couple is going to be Chantal and, and Pedro. Pedro. So, you know, Pedro is going back to the Dominican Republic for an undisclosed amount of weeks or months or whatever. An undisclosed amount of time. I hope he loses his passport. I hope he loses everything he needs to get back into the the United States of America. You know what? I feel like both of them are fucked up. Like, she has a fucked up family and a fucked up attitude about how she treats him in relation to her family. And he is the kind of the same way. I feel like his family really isn't that bad. Because at the end of the day, when he was talking to his mom, she's like, I just want you to be happy. If she's not making you happy, then you don't have to be with her. That so, sister was off the chain, though. She was off the chain last She needed. She needed some help. Yeah. Um... It's like it goes both ways for them. So I just feel like they just need to throw the whole marriage away because it's, it's it's not going to work because they both they're both the exact same people, but they don't see it. Yeah. So I'm well, I don't you know, let me let me take that back. Like, I don't really see how she's really fucked up. I think she's more codependent mm-hmm. than anything. I, I think she's fucked up for one because she goes back and tells all oh, her marital business to her to, to her family. And they and she knows that they don't like him already. And exactly. And then she feeds into 
them like all their suspicions and everything. Like she doesn't stand up for him at all. And so I just and yeah, then she only stands up to she doesn't stand up for him at all. Mm-mm. She yeah. doesn't. Mm-mm. So that's why I feel she like she probably feel like he ain't shit. She probably do. That's what he's shown her. Because mm-hmm. he's always talking about I'm getting back to I'm going back to Dominican. And I, I and he's sending, I don't he's blame sending him. all his money yeah, back he over pays there the anyway. Rent. He pays like, his mom and sister's rent. I wish you would. But I feel like he probably, I don't know, but he may be paying the rent where they are as well. Because I don't know if she's working since she's in school. Well, she is working. She, she's, okay. She's trying to get do her nursing thing and she's working. Remember the lady told her at the other school in Savannah that she shouldn't be working? and try, Okay. Yeah, she's, okay. Try, she's working. Okay. So, I don't know. I just feel and like And then he had a problem away. with her not qu- quitting her job, remember? Because mm-hmm. the lady told her to quit her job. Mm-hmm. He was like, you need to work. Because he know he leaving. I Like, I would be glad for today when he just be like, you know what? It's over. And I don't understand why she doesn't see that he is done. Because you can see it in his eyes. Yeah, she just he looks, looks dead on the inside. <laughs> yeah, he does look dead on the inside. So Zombies. Uh-huh. Yes. And then on top of that, I, what I do have issue with is him saying not telling her when he's coming back. Because to me, that would say, that would you don't be, you're be not coming me. back. Right. Yeah. So I would be like, you need to pack it all up and stay there. Right. And I'm not taking you to the airport because she got you up need, at like five o'clock in the morning to nope. take him. I'm nope. You better you call that Uber. Call an Uber. Yep. Call a Lyft. I am not your form of transportation. No. Or get on the bus. Yep. So that's pretty much how it ended with them. Um, he got back home. Um, the mom was like, you know, if you're not happy, leave it be. Um, she also mentioned that she feels like her fam- Chantel's family acts like they're superior but they don't have they don't have the show to back it up like basically shit y'all ain't shit and y'all be fronting yeah like y'all got it all together which you know she probably does have and maybe that just comes from her talking without opening her mouth that she has a superiority (laughs) complex because she is like hillary from yeah she's a eubanks yeah hillary eubanks for sure So Pedro. I, yes. I just feel like I just think you should help me with the bills. And I don't think you should be going to Dominican and not telling me when you're coming back. And don't let your family talk shit about me and not defend me. And I know some Spanish, so I know you all are talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she is. She and they probably is. done caught up on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bless a little heart. Yeah, but that's pretty much it for the Rache Reality. Um, do you have anything? No. Any fairy moments? No fairy moments. Okay. No. I have a Your fairy, fairy moments coming tomorrow. Yes. Yes. And we get to hear all about it. Yes, yes. I, I can't wait to hear I'm and gonna, see pictures. Yes, I can't wait to see the pictures, even though we haven't even taken them. I know, because you're ready to go. <laughs> photo opportunity. Photo shoot. Um, I do have... Your May has been full of photo shoots. It really has. I know, that's right. It really has. So, my fairy moment is going to be... Um, I think it was a post on Instagram from Ludacris. Um, pretty much telling his wife 
come meet me at the airport. We have a date at the airport. Oh, that's so sweet. And part of me was like, is he having her to come to, um, what's, what was it? We're in chicken and chicken and beer. Is he having her go to chicken and beer? Are they really going somewhere? Because, you know, he got a restaurant in the right. airport. Right, yeah. So, but... The reality is they were probably going somewhere. So I was But like, then oh, I'm like, cool. I need to know what I need to pack. Can you give me some I more know, details? No, no. Like, we can buy when we get there. Yeah, that's really winging it. Yes. That's really exciting when you think about it. Or they can have one of those sexcations. Yes. Because you know they got like three or four kids, so that's probably that what would it could be, be. They was listening. Yeah. And they're going on a sexcation, and she got her rabbit pills, and she's, well. She, only, she may not need It is ludicrous. Yeah. She might not need no rabbits. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that that sounds like a plan. That is a fairy moment. It is. It Meet is. me at the airport. Meet me at the airport. Do I need my pat? The only question, do I need my passport exactly. or not? Yeah. Yes. But I need to know what to pack. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, do we, I need to bring my rollers? You know, like, what shoes do I need to bring? Just go and be free. Don't Sandals or, like, closed toe shoes? Like, I'm going to have a lot of questions. It's kind of like how you the ride or die chick, but you got questions to go Mm -hmm. along with it. So do I. Mm Because I need to be prepared. Okay. Yeah. What if we go somewhere with a lot of, like, little bitty tiny skinny people? And I'm like, okay, they don't have, like, juicy girl clothes? Like, what am I going to do? I mean, if your mate knows you, they'll know that. Men don't know stuff like that. Okay. I don't know what else to tell you. Because all the stuff I bought in Paris was European sizes. Okay. All the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I was so disappointed. Oh, they were too little? Yes. Even for my mom. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, they have like little bitty European arms. And you oh. know, she's small. Mm-hmm. But it was just... And it, I bought an extra large, which did make sense. She's like, I can't wear this. I can't get my arms in it. <laughs> I was like, oh. But you know, they may have just been like poorly made. Yeah. Outfits and I was like, well, Mama, pretty much you can cut cut them from the bottom of the sleeve, mm-hmm. and then like we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I can just stitch some material there because mm-hmm. nobody would see that anyway. Mm-hmm. You keep your arms down, praise dancer. <laughs> That's what I told her. Okay. You better stop joking on my mama and her <laughs> praise dancing. She is filled with the spirit. Okay, she is filled with the spirit. Okay, so she's gonna hear this and be like, you know what? We haven't danced off that song. I think I'm gonna choose that one next. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, okay, Rhea, that's what you get. Okay, that's fine. All right, so we're gonna wrap it up. Um, please like, subscribe, and comment um, on the iTunes. Um, if you do do that, that kind of you know bumps us up in the ranks so we can get more listeners. Right. And we want everybody to hear the foolery that the we be talking foolish about. House. Yes. Okay, so you can um, send us your fairy tale moments, your topics that you want us to discuss, or your business buzzes, or if you just have a question and you want us to try to give you some sort of advice, please forward it to our email at it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail, or you can hit us on Instagram at it's underscore not a fairy tale, or on the Twitters at it underscore fairy tell um it'll be in the show notes i always forget the twitter handle i don't know why it's twitter i know all right so we will talk to you guys later Bye. bye